Welcome to the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Jade Sito, mindset and life coach, energy worker, and manifestation expert. And this podcast is really my opportunity to just say it how it fucking is. So let's be unapologetic and stepping into our fullest potential. And let's be real. We all want to create a shitload of abundance and fulfillment in this life. I want this show to connect you with your soul. This is for the multi-dimensional woman, or maybe just the spiritually curious woman who is ready to go all in on life, business, and big, big dreams. So let's stop playing small and awaken together so we can be free and get really real. If you're ready for expansion, big shifts and evolution to unlock your gifts and speak your truth to live your best life ever, then you have come to the right place. So let's get real, let's get raw and start fucking listening because babes, your soul is calling. Hello, my loves. So today I have a guest on the show, a very special guest called Phoebe Marie. Now, if you don't know Phoebe Marie on Instagram or from any of the work that she's done already, you're going to love this conversation today because we get deep into energetics, the quantum field, the new collective frequencies that are coming into the planet and into humanity as we start to ascend into this new earth. As a human species, we are going through so many collective shifts at the moment. And Phoebe is a lighthouse and a wonderful, wonderful guiding teacher to help you transition and shift into these new frequencies. Now, Phoebe Marie is a quantum energy healer, an intuitive guide, a womb healer and a DNA activator. Now, if you don't know what that is, my advice to you is to listen to this episode because it's full of so much wisdom and so many juicy nuggets of information that I'm sure you're going to find just as interesting as I did. As we ascend into the new earth, she is working with leaders to activate dormant DNA, heal from their wombs and activate their own divine feminine to repair their bodies. Through her DNA activation sessions and group programs, Phoebe's mission is to allow the light body to activate by releasing density in the body and ascending into consciousness of your higher self. Now, if you want to know what that means in human words, please don't hesitate to listen to this episode. It's so juicy, so exciting, so interesting, and I cannot wait to share it with you. Hey, Phoebe. So welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for today. Yeah, I know. You know what? I've been following you for a while and I actually, um, well, not too long, but the minute I kind of saw what you were doing, I noticed it was kind of different to what everyone else is offering. I always find that whenever people catch my eye, I'm immediately excited to get them on the show. So I'd just love to know more about what it is that you do and the work that you're doing, because I know that you're doing really important work for the collective at the moment. So yeah, do you just want to start by talking a little bit about who you are and what you do? (laughs) Perfect. So I am a quantum healer and intuitive guide. So I work with newer frequencies. So primarily bringing in new earth DNA is what I largely work with. And then working with 
new incoming energy that's coming onto the planet, frequencies that are coming onto the planet, and then helping bring all of that together with different frameworks for the collective. So what that means in human words, <laughs> human, human language, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is when we are going through big collective upgrades or big activations, like we're all in right now, we're moving towards an eclipse this Saturday, we have solar flares coming onto the planet. We're making this big transition from time into this new earth template, into this new earth frequency, heaven on earth, the next golden age. These are all terms that get thrown around that are all virtually in the same energy. It's moving towards this new dimension of being for humanity. So the work that I do is largely with DNA. So I work with DNA that's dormant in the body and then also dormant on the planet. So activating new strands of DNA that's in alignment to the frameworks, the frequencies, the light that we're clicking into so that individuals are able to come back to their wholeness. So we're no longer sourcing outward. We're sourcing inward. We're sourcing to our own magic, to our own divinity, to our own energy, to our own frequency. We're filling up our cup and then we're serving from that. So I work with the DNA that really activates the wholeness of the body and clicking into new frameworks as well. So unplugging from the old, unplugging from the matrix and stepping into this new paradigm of existing interesting that's amazing do you know what because it's so funny because there's such old programming isn't there from the old world about how we're always constantly looking outside ourselves for the answers and so many of us know that we're supposed to look within ourselves for the answers but many people just don't know how to navigate that you know so totally. is that something that you kind of help people lead them back to so they kind of know does it give them a framework of how how to make that transition because it's quite intense at the moment the energy <laughs> oh the energy right now is is in wild <laughs> yeah every time I do an energy update everyone's in the chat like what is happening I know mm. it's crazy right now but the the way that I was explaining this to a client yesterday actually a few clients yesterday was look at it as all of the light workers who have been doing the work they've been in the void they've been going inward even if you're at the beginning of looking inward you're still doing that work you're still understanding mm -hmm. that your answers your guidance your wisdom your innate wisdom is held in your body so you're still making those steps so all of these souls who are doing this work are now becoming these lighthouses or these frontline workers for the mass awakening that's about to happen on the planet so it is really intense for all of us right now because of solar flares, collective breakdowns. We have so much support coming in from our unseen team and realms that we haven't been able to access before, but because there is this huge awakening, there's all this new light coming onto the planet. We have these new connections that we're able to tap into. So it's so intense for so many right now because we are being activated into, into this moment that we all incarnated for. We have waited so long for true harmony. On the planet for true mm -hmm. peace on the planet for living in this endless space of abundance and prosperity and that's not just in relation to money that's in relation to freedom to feeling liberated to enjoying the beauties that this beautiful planet has to offer us and we're moving into that that's an available framework that we're clicking into because it no longer seems so far away so for all of us who are able to see that vision are able to hold that vision we're being put through it right now. We're really being wrung out of all the old. So it feels so intense because 
all of the old is being wrung out of us in order to fully click into this new. So my mentor and I have been talking so much about this, where we go into the old and then we go into the new and then we go into the old. And it's almost like I see it as this braided river. <laughs> Also a dog mom of four. <laughs> I'm a cat mom of seven, so. Oh my gosh, that is so impressive. <laughs> they just keep coming to the house. They feel your codes. It's my house is built on sacred land and they just keep coming all the time. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're we're all being we're all being placed in this divine setting of activation and we're being activated into our highest timelines and with that time is being really shifted out of our individual frameworks and the easiest way to kind of put this into relation is how many days have we had recently that we're like what day is it what what are we doing right we're we're losing track of time in the best ways i'm just going to shut my door real quick <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> I was doing um, a podcast the other day and a cat jumped out the wardrobe and started making loads of noise. I didn't even know he was in the room. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel no like problem. whenever my boyfriend isn't here, they're like, ooh, mom's on a podcast. Let's go rogue. <laughs> let's go make loads of noise. <laughs> yeah, let's go let her know everything's happening. <laughs> so we are, we're moving away from time. And the way that this had come through my channel one day was, that in multiple timelines and let's use one through four and when we journeyed to timeline four then four becomes one and all these other timelines come in so humanity is in this constant game of chase we're always chasing the next thing we're always moving towards the next achievement and not that that's a bad thing but if we're not pausing to enjoy the view this human experience isn't really an experience. We're just in this constant wheel. And so many of us leave our corporate jobs to get out of the wheel. So we're learning now the true meaning of wholeness because we haven't experienced that before. When we were existing on all these timelines, there were aspects of us always moving around. So this is the first time that we're really feeling into this integrated wholeness. So I've gotten so far off to track your question, but that's really the work that that's really the work that I do with individuals is to hold the space. And I do a lot of activations, healings, clearings, integrations, working with different frequencies that are coming in to hold the container so that they return to their wholeness, so that they're able to listen to their innate wisdom, their guidance, their support, because we all have it. This isn't, this isn't limited to a few, we all have it. So the work that I do is largely around holding these different frequencies and energies to guide them back to their truth, guide them back to their moment, to their body, to their whole being so that they can serve from that space. And you're totally right. It can seem really hard when you're just getting started. And it's so easy to say, listen to your internal guidance, but it's, it's found in the pause. It's found in the gap. It's found in the void. It's found in the moments that we're so uncertain what's next. That's when we find the voice of our team. That's when we find the voice of our higher self, of our body, of our truth, because 
it's that moment of full surrender that we're able to access all these other dimensions that exist within us. So that is, that's the big piece of my work and it lights me up so much. I love what I do. That's amazing. Do you know what? It's so important that we do. It's interesting what you were saying about <clears throat> the, the mass awakening. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like that mass awakening is, um, it's already started, but do you feel it's about to go wild? You know, yes. like, do you feel like the, it's about to peak soon? We haven't yet reached that point yet. Totally. I feel like over the past few years, it's absolutely increased. And then last October, I was tracking a lot of energy. My mentor and I were tracking a lot of energy coming out of the planet and it was looping through March. And I thought that this was going to be like this big window of opportunity where the awakening was really going to blast open. And it almost felt like that was like the revving up period. And with all the solar flares, with eclipse season, with Mercury retrograde, with all the transitions that are going on in our collective framework right now, I feel like this is the pivotal moment that we're going to see so many awakening to their gifts. We're going to see so many people coming home to themselves. And that's that's why all of us are being put through it right now, where we're really, really getting wrung out. We're getting squeezed from these old systems and structures and programs that no longer serve the highest fate of humanity. And that's all coming out of us. So it might feel like we're going deep into the goo within us. And it's, it's so that it, yeah, so it can all come up and be witnessed and released so that when all of these beautiful souls start really awakening, awakening to their truth, they have all of us to say, mm. you're not alone. We've been yeah. there. We can see <laughs> you in this. We're here with you. So I, I totally feel like it's going to really blast off. And especially when I was just looking at, I'm not an astrologist by any means or astrologer by any means, but I was looking that next March, we shift into more of a Pisces, a Piscean overarching energy. And I feel like that's going to really amplify even more because it's going to really shift into the mystic, the dreamer, the psychic, these very dreamy realms. And I feel like that's going to activate people yet again, because it's going to be this beautiful, your dreams are not made up you envisioning this heaven on earth is is feasible it's what we're moving towards and I feel like that's going to be like a huge push also yeah because it's been an emotional ride I think from the beginning of the pandemic when people I mean people were talking about new earth before that there were shamans sending out newsletters and I was like I don't know what this is like, what is this <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah new earth and then like the pandemic happened and it was like oh okay like you started to see the structures breaking down and then everything just started you could kind of envision it a little bit more you know totally. and I feel like now it actually feels like it's happening but it's been such an emotional ride of like is it is it not is it is it not even though in your heart you know it is you know totally. it's, it's been a really emotional ride and it's so true what you're saying about being wrung out because I've been doing like some deep deep work for a really long time like deep into my past lives I work I work as well in all the different dimensions as well working with the ancestral line but now there's stuff that's coming up that's kind of like you know things that you just like wow where did that come from and now like, you can really feel those deeper layers like the purging of all that trauma and everything that needs to be released being released and it is coming out in physical ways as well so I can see why you Absolutely. do what you do yeah and so many people have gotten sick recently so many of my clients have been mm -hmm. calling me and it's such a mix because when we're when we're receiving so many hits 
from solar flares, from incoming energy, from collective shifts, from everyone awakening, because through collective consciousness, we are united into this one. So when so many people are waking up, that's a lot of energy that we're moving through. Mm. And that's absolutely going to impact our bodies because our bodies hold everything. And when we're going through this big ringing out process, it's acknowledging the stories, acknowledging what's coming up, acknowledging the wounds, and then being able to meet it with unconditional love. Because unconditional love is the only way forward. When we think about Jesus, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Buddha, these beautiful ascended masters, we think of unconditional love. And that is new earth. We can't, we can't click into these frameworks with these harsh emotions against ourselves. We have to meet ourselves in the space of unconditional love. So I truly believe that everything that's being brought up right now is this beautiful opportunity to meet it with unconditional love and to change the story because it might've previously been met with fear or angst or resentment even. And when these stories come up or these wounds come up and we meet it with love, we're able to diffuse it so much faster. And we're able to see what the learning lesson is in that. I was working on myself for a few hours this morning and just pulling some things out of my framework. And this message comes through from my guides every time. And when I ask if something specifically is coming up for a reason and they always respond, it's coming up to show you you're not afraid anymore. And that's a really beautiful way to look at when a story is coming up or contraction is coming up it's not that you're back in that space needing to work through it. You're being brought to this moment to witness how far you've come. Because without the acknowledgement and the witnessing of how far we've come, just like if we're always chasing, this human experience isn't an experience, it's just in constant motion. So we're, we can also be brought into wounds, be brought into stories to witness our growth. Because when we witness that, we're able to approach ourselves with unconditional love. That's when we fill up our cup. That's when we connect to ourselves. And that's from the space that we're then sharing from. And we want other people to receive that, right? When we're pouring our in into ourselves, unconditional love and gratitude and acceptance. That's so huge, accepting ourselves. When we inner source all that validation, and then we're working with people that's the energy they're receiving. And that's what we want. When we think about new earth, we think about this beautiful space of love and gratitude and acceptance. And we need to first give that to ourselves. So when we're brought to these moments that feels tight and sticky and contracting and like, I thought I already worked through this and we meet it with love, then we're serving from love. Then we're, we're acting from a place of integrity when we're working with other people and then we're meeting them with love. And that's the only way, that's the only way forward. Yeah, and I believe that you can't heal anything that you don't love, you know, and even if you have that, I mean, I've, I went through um, a phase in July on my 40th birthday, and I ended up in hospital for 10 days, and I was purging, and it just kind of like, I had every scan in the hospital possible, I had a brain scan, I had a CT scan, I had all of them done, and they were like, there's nothing medically wrong with you, and it was only when I started to work with my teachers, they were like, you're purging all your past life shadows from all your lifetimes over and you know the body since then I have had a lot of kind of issues with my body recovering and because of all the incoming energies and working with my own evolution of my soul but I've learned that anything anything that comes up you have to love it you have to love those parts of you as well because they can't really you can't move through it unless you do love it 
And when we're evolving the evolution of our soul, most of the work that I do with people, it always comes back to unconditional self-love is one of the mm -hmm. main driving forces beneath all the other limiting patterns that we have, the parts of our personality, our ego, you know, all the different beliefs that we have. It always seems to come back to that unconditional self-love that's at the basis of everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, even when we're purging, when we're, when we're in that void space that it feels like we can't see that light and we're loving ourselves through it, that mm. the way that you're healing is expedited because fully healed is such an elusive term, just like perfect is an elusive term. No one knows what that actually means. So we can, <laughs> yeah, so we can kind of swipe that out and look at ourselves from this space of wholeness as I am fully healed because who knows what that means. And when you change that conversation with yourself and healing is no longer this chasing, it is you, you are healed, you are whole and you're acting from that space. Then when you're purging, when you get sick, when something comes up, you're just meeting it with love and acceptance because rather than thinking, I need to heal this, I need to work on this. I need to, right. We catch ourselves in these spirals when it's I am healed and I'm just releasing a piece of my framework that's no longer of service to me. Then the body gets to respond to that. When we're saying to our body, you're broken, you're fixed, you need healing, you need this, you need that. Our bodies are the most intelligent mechanism on the planet and always responding to us. So when we're speaking words of love, of gratitude, of healing, our body has no other direction than to follow that. So I think that's so beautiful. It's just always coming back to that, that baseline of unconditional love. Definitely. Is that something, did you, I know you work with DNA and you work in the quantum field and you work with a lot of things, but is the body something that your, is like your, your area or how you started or your particular passion or area of speciality? Is that something that you tend to hone in on particularly? So it's definitely where I started. When I first started, I was working largely with women on wombs and the womb is where I do primary collective work. So it's something that I have a lot of intuitive connection around. I also healed endometriosis and have moved through so many different things throughout my womb space. So that was the primary starting point for me. And then it moved into chronic pain where I could be in a room with someone and I would feel all their chronic pain spots, but it was always just shown to me as a fog or some energetic sludge. And it was something that could always be moved out. And after working with so many people on alleviating chronic pain, then I was brought more into astral projection and working in the quantum field and kind of moving through all of these planes, anchoring into Gaia frequencies universal frequencies, galactic frequencies, channeling different en energies in all of that and really maneuvering around the body and within the body so that it can connect to its true wisdom. So I look at the body almost as the mothership where when we can connect to the body, we can connect into the body. That's going to provide us all the wisdom that we really need. And when we create space for the body to speak, then that's when we experience those quantum leaps that we hear so much about. Quantum mm -hmm. leaps happen through us, not to Buzzword. us. Buzzword. Everyone's talking about quantum leaps all the time. Do you want to just explain a little bit more about, about what your perception of a quantum leap is? The way that I perceive a quantum leap is where time and space collide to expedite at a desire. And that could be healing. It could be 
something that you're calling in. It could be your partner. It could be an animal, right? It can be all of these things that you desire, but it's where time and space collide, you experience true presence and true surrender and true acceptance to receive what you desire. And there's a pathway to come in. Whereas we tend to clog the path as humans, where we, our logical mind or mental body jumps in the way of this very clear and beautiful path to receiving and saying, no, it needs to be hard. We need to experience this trial and tribulation. We need to do this. We need to do that because that's how we've been conditioned. We've been programmed. Look at movies. Movies make it seem like to achieve love, you have to go through this two and a half hour rom-com in order to find your partner. (laughs) And when we are programmed all the time through that, it's very challenging to believe that you are just worthy of your desire, that you are just deserving of your desire, that you are a true vibrational match for your desire. It's really challenging to believe that. Mm -hmm. So the logical mind, the subconscious mind tends to throw in a few hurdles. So how I perceive the, the marriage of a quantum leap is really through the subconscious mind. When you have stripped down those barriers saying that it needs to be hard and it needs to be challenging and it needs to be X, Y, and Z. And instead you elevate to being that vibrational match. And that creates a clear channel for receiving where time and space collide. And there's this easy access point or entry point into your field rather than crumbling into the old stories of the subconscious mind and almost becoming camouflage to your desires and then you're wondering where they are but there's not a clear pathway so i perceive the quantum leap as is this shedding as this true surrender this acceptance of being a vibrational match of becoming that vibrational match and creating that sheer clear channel to receive Mm, i love the way you put that everybody always has their own little spin on it i always like to know what people's kind of perceptions of things are so what kind of um, what kind of women do you generally tend to work with the most? I mean, what kind of when you're working with people, um, the work that you do, I guess, even though it might sound quite advanced, it's open for everybody because we're all humans, right? We all have a body. And we all live on, on this earth, you know. Um, do you tend to work with um, people who have, well, for example, let me read that. The people that come to you, what might they be having trouble with? What is if they were to come to you so they could think, oh, you know what? I need Phoebe. So it's so beautiful because it's such a wide range where women will come to me who are desiring to heal endometriosis or PCOS or desiring to conceive. And then there will be these leaders that are coming in that are ready to truly advance through their energetic body, through their DNA, honing their unique energy and to serve from that space. So there's this beautiful wide range of of Mm. women that I work and men too. I work on my boyfriend quite a bit. So (laughs) there's, um, no, do I, he doesn't know what I'm doing, but I just do it anyway. (laughs) It's the best way. They just receive the medicine and they're like, (laughs) oh my gosh, a miracle happened. And you're like, I'm the miracle. Thank you. (laughs) So I work with, when I first started out, I was really working. I was really focused on the body, really focused on anyone experiencing anything in the body that is, is not allowing them to be of service in the way that they desire. Let's figure it out. 
that was really where I wanted to focus chronic pain, blocks, hormones, all the things. Then as I started, as my guide started to bring me more into new earth templates and frameworks and frequencies and doing more collective work through astral projection, I was then drawing in more new earth leaders where it wasn't necessarily, there was something wrong. They were just ready to leap. They were ready to advance. They were ready to meet that next layer of themselves. So then it was more new earth leaders. And that still does not mean that you have to be an X, Y, and Z to be that, you know, a new earth leader could be someone who just went through their awakening yesterday and realized that they have this huge mission and we connect because my higher self is already working with everyone before we ever meet here and we get to it. So there is this beautiful range of, of souls that I work with, which is so exciting. What I've primarily been, the souls that I've really been working with recently have definitely fallen into those holding this vision of new earth, holding this vision of heaven on earth, the next golden age, and really feeling it and embodying it where the new DNA that I'm working with, it presents itself so much differently. And it's really drawing everyone into their highest timeline. As we spoke about how time is no longer relevant. We're not going into these collapses. We're moving into our new earth timeline, which holds our highest timeline. And our highest timeline is always evolving just as we are, but we're not spread out amongst all these different aspects. Instead, we are in our wholeness. We are in our single advancing evolutionary timeline and embodying our highest self. So I'm working largely with souls that are feeling drawn to that. And I tend to, I tend to attract everyone who's like, you came to me in a dream, or I have been nonstop thinking about this activation, or I heard you on a podcast and I just knew that we had to work together. So I like to say that the work that I do kind of finds its way to everyone who is, is meant to receive it. And Mm. it's a joint effort, right? Because I can only do so much. I can't heal someone. I can't alter someone's expansive, beautiful reality. I can only do my part and they meet me at that point. And that's where magic is created. So the, I feel like the biggest emphasis with the souls that I work with is that they really believe in themselves and they believe in this path forward. And they believe that there is on earth that we can exist in harmony and in truth and prosperity and in liberation. And they're coming to me with that energy and we're holding it together and I get to see them advance through their life. And it's an absolute gift, but it's definitely a joint, a joint venture, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Cause I always say to people like, you know, I don't like to give percentages, but I'm like, I'm only doing a percentage of the work. You then have to go off and continue to do the work yourself. You know, totally. Also, I always think that a lot of the time, like when they go to sleep, a lot of their blocks come back if they're not doing the work, you know, or if they're doing certain things, like they're not, they have to follow it through and you have to have that commitment to yourself. But um, you mentioned astral projection and I Mm -hmm. astral project as well. So I just thought we'd have a little chat about it. And I just wanted to know a little bit about your experiences and you help, you work with people in the astral realm as well. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So when I first started doing healing sessions, I would drop into an astral projection and that's where I would do most of the work. So I'd be split. I'd be holding them here and then also just doing a lot of the clearing in the astral plane. 
when I started to work more with DNA, I was moving through the quantum field, which the activations manifest to about 20 minutes here. And it's about six and a half hours in the quantum field. My guides were very, very proud of this. They were like, we have spent your whole life making this a quick experience for people. So here you go. And does it feel like six and a half hours for you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By yeah, by the end of it, I'm 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 very energized because it's so exciting. But my body's also like, go lay on the grass, go get the bath, <laughs> like go recharge somewhere. So luckily in Kentucky, it's beautiful now, so I'm able to go lay on our lawn when um, when I finish sessions. But when I first started astral projecting when I was little and I always had these very complex dreams. So it was something that really carried through my whole life. And when my dad passed in 2017, it just expanded into this whole new way of life really where astral projection was so much different than how it had been. And I find myself now doing a lot of work with the Galactic Federation of Light or um, specific ETs that my guides and my light working team guide me to, to help harness different frameworks onto the planet. So I do a lot of sleep work, which I have a lot of boundaries around because otherwise I'll never be sleeping. But I do, I do a lot of work in the astral plane at night. And then I bring in energy through healing sessions by working in the astral plane to do some like more expedited clearings. Same with transitioning into like the quantum field and putting energy from that. It's just to allow the body to go into a bit of hyperspeed for a second to cleanse, purify, release, and then to bring them back into their moment. So I kind of draw through all the different mm. planes so that the body can get everything that it needs without needing to come see me all the time. <laughs> Did you, when you first started to do all the wonderful work that you do, did you actually consciously know what you was doing? Because for a long time, I didn't know what I, what I was doing for a really long time. Did you, because you, you know so much about what you do. I feel like you know so much about the work that you do and it's, you've got a real good understanding consciously of what you do. Is it, has it always been like that or did, was, did it take you a really long time to start to understand your gifts and what it is that you're, what you're here to do, your mission and how you're doing it? Oh, it took me so long <laughs> when, when I thank you so much, I'm receiving that so fully because when I first started, I would call my mentor crying saying, I have no idea how to explain my work. I have no idea <laughs> yeah. how to put words to this. And I was so fortunate that my guides and my higher self really brought everyone that was in alignment with my work to me because I had the hardest time explaining it into words that felt digestible rather mm. than elusive or vague. And now I can, yeah, now I can speak to it. Now I can speak to it in a different way because my work is so embodied and embodiment gets tossed around just like quantum leaping. But <laughs> I've found that through this experience of growth and through my own activations and my own upgrades and having my mentor who does very similar work, which helps so much and yeah. connecting with my guides and connecting with my dad and my ancestors where it's, I get to spend so much time working with them throughout the day that I have hit this stride where I am a living, breathing embodiment of my work. So speaking to it, 
is really easy because I've spent so much time understanding it and doing it on myself. I mean, as healers, I think sometimes we forget that we are our best healers and our medicine doesn't not work on us. It's not like in movies where you can't use your superpowers on yourself. You totally can. <laughs> you can, yeah. And and it works beautifully. So really learning learning that and embodying that and really accepting that as my truth that I get to be my best healer. I get to be this connected to my guides. I get to be this connected to my gifts. I get to understand my truth and my mission here and embody that. And as I embody that more and more and more, creating the space to speak about it gets that much easier because it's no longer outside of me. My work isn't something that I do. It's something that I am. Yeah, And that was the biggest change. Yeah. Do you know what? It's so funny that you say that because for me personally, I think the most important work is the work that we do on ourselves because when we're doing the work on ourselves, but when we're doing the work on ourselves, we're shifting the collective and we're also transforming our network of souls that are connected to us. So if you really want to heal the collective, the best thing you can do is work on yourself. I find that sometimes like it's so easy to focus on healing others and healing other people. And sometimes I have to be careful, like, hold on, is that my soul mission or is that coming from a place of spiritual ego where it makes me feel good to help other people, you know, instead of instead of just being like actually the biggest work we can do is is on ourselves and it's very easy to forget that in in the world absolutely absolutely and it's so much easier it's just like when you give your friend advice and all of a sudden you wind up advising yourself and you're like wow I should really do that also (laughs) right it's so much easier to give and we're we're also programmed to do that we're programmed to always give and it's so it's so rebellious to receive nowadays and to receive from ourselves. So um, to totally piggyback that, absolutely. And when we do the work on ourselves, we also learn so much because how could, how could you answer a question of a client if you had never given yourself a session, right? Like (laughs) we need to understand the nuances that can come up. And it's not that we're going to understand everything because we're always evolving. We're always learning. We're always growing into our gifts. But if we're always touching base with our gifts, understanding how things are shifting this week, I'm launching a course. We begin tomorrow actually. And every day this week, my guides have been showing me more and more and more and more and more of the things that we'll be doing inside the container. And I'm so grateful for that because if I wasn't doing this on myself, I might not be as confident going into a session, holding 20 beautiful people through an activation or through a healing or through a clearing because it wouldn't be fully in integrity. I haven't actually experienced it for myself yet. So I won't put anything into the collective unless I've done it on myself. And that's the standard that I hold because otherwise, if something comes up, I'm going to be so frenetic in my energy and like, oh my God, I don't know why this is happening. Whereas if I can, if I can work it into my moment, into my body, into my framework, if I can understand the nuances that are coming up for me, then I'm entering into the space with confidence and holding that individual. And that energy is so much different because you're giving them the confidence to receive and to truly open to their own magic, to their own gifts, to their own energy, because yes, we channel light, we channel frequency, we do all these magical things, but it's, it's an extension of them that we're bringing back to them. So if we're not entering the space with absolute confidence in our gifts, in our abilities, 
they're not going to have absolute confidence in receiving. So the way that I perceive sessions is it's my obligation to receive my own medicine first so that they receive everything that they desire from that time together. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. I couldn't agree more. You mentioned your program. I was actually something that was my next question. I was going to finish up with just asking about your, is it your new program, Embody Your Essence? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, so I'm I, a little bit about that because I know you're really excited about it. You should be. I love this. I'm so obsessed with this space already. As soon as it's really interesting because my mentor and I were pulling different program or not programs, but containers out of my unique blueprint. And I reference her so much because we do so much collective work together. So she's like my right hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I feel all these courses growing, but I'm not sure what's coming up first. And she was like, okay. And we had pulled out two and my guides were like, you can't do anything for a month. I was like, okay. So I took March as, as a month to go into my own energy, work with different frequencies, do more collective work. And then by our next meeting, embody your essence had come through, which wasn't one of the two that we had extracted. And they were like, this has to, this has to happen first. This has to begin between these two or these, this date range. It has to be through this time. These are the seven key teachings that have to be taught. And my guides are typically not so direct. It's usually like, here's something now go find the rest. I figure it out. (laughs) And it was so, I mean, I have notes, and notes and notes and notes and notes of this because they were so specific and it's always fun when you look back and you're like wow that was really really specific and now understanding we start the day before the first eclipse will be (laughs) held together through mercury retrograde and the second eclipse and the transition from taurus into gemini season so now i totally understand (laughs) why this needed to happen when it did and this is This is, I've been calling it my love letter container because it's my most accessible offering. It's the most accessible way to work with me. And I'm, I'm not stingy in my containers. I give you everything I possibly can so that you can go change the world because that's why we're all here. We're all here. That's the whole point of why you're doing it. (laughs) Totally. We're all here to grow through one another. And if I can teach everything that I know about energy and how I work with energy and how I track energy and the the 20 souls that are inside get to then make it their own, mm. then I've done my part. So we are moving through seven key teachings that are all in alignment with releasing old programs, old frequencies, old codes, the old earth, really transitioning into our highest timeline, becoming this living, breathing embodiment of our highest self, our highest expression. And we'll be moving through a few different key activations. I'll also be holding all of my energy updates that I channel as the course learning material into the program, which is so cool. My guides were like, this is going to be the course material so that they can understand when certain things come into play and really track the energy with a tangible piece of paper with everything on it and then make it their own and make their own, their own experiences through it. So it's a way to journey home to yourself, to come back to your truth, to strip away everything that doesn't feel like you, to transition into this new earth, highest timeline, highest frequency, highest template of self, and to learn how to work with energy, learn how to track energy without being dependent on any healer. By the end of it, it's 
it's going to be so much inner sourcing that I just get to celebrate all the graduates of Embody Your Essence. So I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. The first day we're doing tomorrow, we're working with energy and we're doing a synergy surgery, which my guides just taught me the other day, where we're using new earth frequencies that are coming in and a few new DNA strands that are coming in to basically like strip the chakra system, the energy system of all the old and strip it all away, implement these new frequencies, connect everything so that there's no longer a disconnect and then anchor into Gaia and into the divine. So it's a way to activate the, the new earth template within your energy system within you. So you get to just exude that light. So that's day one, which seems so exciting. So <laughs> Yeah, that's about your essence. It is exciting. And do you know what I love? What you said about that is that um, you're one of the only other people I've spoke to, other than myself. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, who like to empower people and show them how to do it for themselves. Because for me, that's really important because I feel like what's the point if you're going to just go and make everyone really dependent and they're going to keep coming back to you like, fix me, fix me. Like I really want, like when I work with people, I show them how to then go and do the work for themselves. And I think that's really important because we're not only totally. helping, but we're empowering people. And that's what we really want. And that's how we're going to change everything, right? Oh my gosh. If we're, if we're all dependent on a healer, then New Earth is always going to be on delay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like this template that we're calling in, this new earth is always going to be on standby because none of us are inner sourcing. None of us are coming back to our power. So I love, I love that. I love that. That's a desire of yours too. I feel like the, and the more that we do that, the more that we empower people. When I open a one-on-one -on -one container, the first conversation that we have is no codependency. I am here to mirror your brilliance to you. I am here to guide you back to yourself. That's it. That's what we're doing. We are activating you into your highest aspect of being so that you can go change the world. Because none of us can do it on our own. No. We need to operate in this universal oneness where we're empowering one another. We're supporting one another. We're activating one another just through our conversations. So then that way we get to expedite this journey into new earth. We get to experience it. It's not just, you know, something that we bring in and then, and then we leave the planet. It's like, we want to, <laughs> no, we want to, yeah, we want to experience it. We want to be in it. So really empowering and the thing is too, is that none of us work with energy the same. None of us. If mm. you put 10 healers in a room that do similar work, no one would do energy work the exact same way. And that's the fucking beauty of it. We forget how beautiful the unique energy work within us is. That's why this is all coming together is because each mm. of us are unique energy holders on the planet and we activate and we're this intricate puzzle piece that lights it all together. So when we're working in correlation to energy and we're working with one another and we're sharing and expanding and growing through that, that's how all of this clicks in. It's not, she's doing this, so I need to do that. It's, I'm so inspired by this work. What's inside me being activated through this inspiration? 
Hello, I can't thank you enough for joining me today on the Your Soul Is Calling podcast. I hope you've had some inspiration and big takeaways from today's discussion. If you have, please rate and review this podcast because it really means so much to me. And let's connect on Instagram. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share to your stories and tag me if you feel called to. I absolutely love sharing this podcast with you and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to yourself, connect with yourself and connect with your soul. So...